0: Welcome to Mavs Daily. I'm Shelby. I produce content, video content, and photo content for the Mavs. And today, I'm here with Becca Brown and Kelly Robinson. They're both on our Mavs Academy team. And if you don't know about Mavs Academy, um, it's more than just basketball camps. It's dance camps, um, there's gaming camp, and now it's all virtual. And so, uh, Mavs Academy is offering... Um, you know, so many programs for student athletes, and we will get into it with Becca and Kelly. So if y'all want to introduce yourselves and um, give us your background with the Mavs, and uh, we'll get started. Okay. okay. Uh, go uh, ahead, Becca. First, go <laughs>
1: I, I'm yeah. All right, I'm Becca. Um, I've been with the Mavs for about six years, and I'm a business operations manager in the Mavs Academy department. So um, a lot of my role just has to do, um, at least with the camp is I'll manage the dance camps, and so I'll facilitate. Um, you know, back back in the day when these were in person, I would facilitate with the locations of those camps and just work with our coaches. But um, now, especially with with COVID, some um, You know, I'm working a lot with the coaches and the parents and kids uh, to ensure that we can get them into a virtual room and and get them a virtual camp experience. So um, that's a little bit about what I do. So I'll give it to Kelly.
2: Yeah, so like Shelby said, my name is Kelly Robinson. I'm the uh, youth basketball coordinator uh, for the Mavs Academy. Uh, This is I just celebrated my two year anniversary with the organization. So super thankful to be going into my third year. Um, what I do is really just heavily involved with camps. Um, I kind of do a lot of the administrative communicating with the parents and the campers, um, as well as with locations when you know we're in a normal summer normal circumstances. Um, and then, you know with everything we've been doing virtually, just doing a lot of the communication and a lot of the zoom prep and all that type of stuff um, for camps to to get rolling, and then our incredible team, you know handles the rest for the most part. but Um, I love working for the Mavs Academy. We have a great team, and so it's been a lot of fun. But also, you know, to your point, we do a lot that's outside of basketball. Um, You know, I help oversee our Ball Kid program. That's a great game night operation, um, as well as, you know, some community engagements with, you know, local partners and jersey sponsors and all that stuff. So it's a lot of fun.
0: That's awesome. And both of you guys have sports background, so I want each of you to share um, about that and then how it's helped you within your roles.
1: Yeah, so I'll, I'll go so I don't cut Kelly off again. Um, This is Becca, so um, I actually grew up a soccer player. So I I played at the elite level and I think just like any soccer player, you you saw the 99ers uh, win the World Cup and I just envisioned playing for the United States and obviously wanted to play professionally. Um, So I did end up playing um, collegiate soccer, played for a division one school and um, competed, competed with them. And I actually got injured. I had a career ending injury my sophomore year in college. And so, you know, growing up, I think anytime your parents ask you if, if professionally it doesn't work out, what's your plan B? That my plan B was always gonna be if I couldn't play in sports, I was gonna work in sports. And so the minute I got injured, I just knew right away that I needed to work towards uh, that plan B. And so I started interning and um, I found my first role with the Mavs, like I said, six years ago, it started out as a volunteer. And then just worked my way up into, you know, the position I'm in now. And so um, how it's helped me, I think it's it's been incredibly helpful, even though I come from a soccer background, um, working with Youth Basketball Academy. I mean, at the end of the day, it's still youth sports, and you compete um, as a kid. And, you you know, kids have dreams to aspire to be professional basketball players um, and be professional athletes. And so I share that passion with them. And, um, you know, it's, it's just it's great just to give back to kids, and you know you hope that they can achieve the dreams um, that you know you once had as a kid. Also, so it's very rewarding. But it's even like I said, like coming from a different sports background, it's just so parallel with each other.
2: Yeah, and so for me, I also just I grew up around basketball. It was really all that I knew for the most part. Um, my dad has been a high school basketball coach for thirty plus years, so. I was really kind of born into the game in the way of, you know, what my family surrounded themselves with and things like that. And just been in love with it since the very beginning and grew up going to my local high school gym and seeing them play every day. And, you know, I had the privilege of going to play division one basketball for a few years before I also suffered a career ending injury. So Becca and I definitely relate in that way um, with kind of how you know we have our passion and but we also had it taken away from us and so I also just knew that I wanted to be involved in sports I didn't know how I didn't really know much about the you know business operations side um that goes into sports um so you know what's great about the team that I work with you know closely with Ben, Renard, and Brad is we were all athletes as well like Becca and I were and so um we can really grow and bond over that love for the game. And so we really see it kind of pour into the clinics and different events that we put on, which is, which is just really awesome because we all have that passion and that love for, you know, the game of basketball. And so it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, especially with everything virtual, it's given us some opportunity to get out on the court ourselves and, you know, kind of channel our, our olden days, would we say? So it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, I'm excited to see where the program continues to grow and uh, how we continue to be involved with it. So with the program being virtual this year, how does,
0: what are the differences between last year and this year? So like, what did Mavs Academy look like, um, you know, a year ago versus now? And um, how have y'all had to adapt in your roles? So Kelly, you said that you've been uh, participating a lot more and so what's that been like?
2: Yeah, it's been a huge change really, Um, but in a positive way, you know, just with the circumstances, you know, for me just in my position, I think I saw the court, you know, physically last summer, you know, I could count on one hand because I strictly, you know, just had a lot to do whether it was in the office or running around or, doing a lot of planning and stuff like that so for me it's just been it's been fun because I've been able to you know get back out there but it's been a complete 180 honestly from what we're used to and what you know we are faced with this summer but the level of engagement with the kids and the coaching staff that we've um, worked with has you know been tremendous and it's been a lot of fun it's been a different way to do things and you know we're excited to hopefully keep virtual camps you know in our program moving forward. Um, to allow kids, you know, from everywhere to be able to participate with us. You know, we've had kids from different states um, come be a part of our virtual camps, which, is, which has just been awesome and just a different experience, again, for us and for, for the campers as well. But um, we're looking forward to seeing how it can continue to grow and, you know, improve throughout the, throughout the academy.
0: And, Becca, how about for you? What's been different? How has your role evolved?
1: Yeah, so pretty much what Kelly said. I mean, virtually, I mean, I will say it is obviously a major difference, but to Kelly's point in a positive way where um, the leveling of engagement of kids have the opportunity to train from the comfort of their own homes. Um, Something that Kelly didn't mention um, from a Mavs Academy side is that we have seen the numbers of girl participation in the basketball camps grow. But, you know, even on the dance camp side, we've actually seen more boys participate um, in our dance camps, which is incredible. And um, that's, that's the type of growth that we want to see, um, not just from the basketball side, but from also the dance camp side. And when you also include gaming camps, um, it just gives everyone the opportunity to um, To interact with our team, you know, Kelly mentioned about kids coming in from out of state who are are, who are coming into our virtual camps. And that was the same for dance camp. And so for kids who normally wouldn't have the opportunity to, to have a Mavs type camp experience, we're able to to provide that for them. So, you know, when I talk about The new normal, which I I firmly believe that there will be a new normal, that virtual camps, I hope, would have some type of a home within the Mavs Academy in addition to going back and being in person again because that's just something that's irreplaceable. But the virtual camps, you're able to interact with kids that might not have the opportunity to physically be at our facilities. So that's really a great thing.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, being able to um – just facilitate a program that, you know, goes beyond just local. And um, so what are some other goals or missions uh, that
2: Mavs Academy has uh, for the future? Uh, I can start us off for this one. Um, And I think Becca knows which one I'm gonna mention first, but um, something that's, you know, quarantine that Becca and I have had the privilege to work on really closely together And something that's been heightened by the NBA and you know just the organization as a whole, with you know our leader, Sin, is you know, and Becca mentioned is the girls' participation. Um, And so Becca and I have had the the privilege and the opportunity to kind of put together a plan without giving away too much because we haven't you know really released it yet. But um, we we've put together this initiative that is really aimed to get girls from all all parts, you know, of the DFW area involved, you know, no matter their situation or their circumstance, we just really want to bring them to, you know, a place of, and using basketball just with our scenario, using basketball, um, to just get them to engage with each other and engage with other parts um, of the sport. You had, you heard, Bo- Beck and I both mentioned how, you know, we didn't, we didn't, if we couldn't be an athlete, we knew we still wanted to be involved. And, you know, we think a lot of these younger girls don't know that there's another side to, you know, sports and the business and all that stuff. So we want to try to combine the athletic side with also, you know, the observant side and the learning side and the education side. So um that's one thing that's really just big in our pipeline Um, is getting that launched, hopefully, you know, in the next coming months and watching that take off and that initiative hopefully grow. And, you know, we just really want to, engage you know engage and inspires really two words that we've used to when creating this program and this platform um so we're excited about that and then you know there's a lot in the pipeline i guess you could say in the way of basketball side and then you know gaming is new so that was um but also with you know the elite side of things um that that piece is growing so with high schoolers um, just a lot of different engagement and involvement with them. Um, but, you know, we're excited for the future because our brand is continuing to grow. You know, we did this whole rebranding and, you know, remodeling, so to say, and it's been, it's been a lot of fun. And there's a lot of opportunities and possibilities that, you know, can come from that. That's awesome.
0: Becca, do you have anything to add?
1: Yeah, just to piggyback. I mean, we talked kelly just ended on the rebranding so if you know if you go to the mavs academy website you'll notice that we have changed our logo Um, and it doesn't say mavs basketball academy anymore it says mavs academy and that's because we knew that our camps were going to expand into other areas we've talked about gaming and obviously dance but there could be other other sports or other activities that that we decide to include in the future um it it least leaves That door open to that type of an opportunity. But, um, you know, as far as goals and and missions for the future, uh, we're really aiming towards just an all around inclusive environment. You know, with the dance camps in particular, you know, stereotypically that'd be the pom poms, the pink, and the sparkles, and, you know, girls would participate in that. And naturally, our dance team has changed uh, where now we have men. Uh, who participate on that team and it's a very inclusive environment and we want that reflected in our camps as well so for the boys you know our dance camp t-shirts don't have the pink or the pom poms anymore. It's it's got the blue and it's it's very Mavs uh, Mavs friendly, boy friendly, girl friendly. Um, but even the songs that we choose to do, um, we got we've got more hip hop with Michael Jackson and things like that, where the boys can really be entertained. So I just really hope to see that continue to grow, um, especially for in person camps. Uh, obviously, we're doing very well from a virtual standpoint, and I think. Part of that is because kids are comfortable participating in these camps. You don't have the judgment of maybe your friends or the peer pressure from from friends. Um, And that's the same maybe for girls in participating in basketball. And so we want to just create a safe environment for boys and girls, regardless of what camps you decide to participate in, that you can be your full authentic self. You don't have to um be anybody other than yourself at the end of the day we're just here to have fun and we want everyone to have fun so
0: yeah yeah I think it's really important to expose kids to you know all their options and not just tell them like hey boys like you need to do basketball or football or like you know just expose them to this like Hey, like, what about gaming camp? I know you like to, I know you like gaming. I know you like basketball. Uh, like, let's try out this de- dance camp. And so, um, I know in college I work. I worked with a group of kids, and um, we were showing them about. We were showing them video and photo, and uh, telling them that you know, like, you could write. You know, you could write poetry. You can make this video. You could like code and like just expanding their whole world on all these different jobs they could do digitally. And, um, they're like, I didn't know that you could do this. Like, I had no idea this was a job. And so it's cool when you, you know, kind of expose kids to, um, multiple things and they get to try that. And so I think Mads Academy is really good about pushing, um, or just representing, you know, all sports, like whoever wants to do it, like you're welcome. We'll teach you. And so that's been awesome. Do y'all have any funny stories when it comes to Math Academy? Any camp
2: stories or any funny uh, things kids have said to you? I mean, these kids these kids don't have any filters, so <laughs> it's it was just it was it was hilarious to me. You know, last summer being my first summer in in this role and um, just going to camp and seeing what it was all about. I mean, these kids love. The maps like that come to it, and so I don't necessarily have have a story that comes to the top of my head, but I do remember one of my first appearances, like just going, and these kids are wild, and I'm literally just like I'm there, and it's you know it's three fifteen, and they've been there for about six and a half hours, and I'm just like, how do these kids still you know have all this energy? But it's awesome to see because you you know you hear the stories from the coaches at the end of each day of. Hey, I saw this kid get so much better at this, you know, just wait and see how much better they are on Friday. So I think that's, that's my favorite thing. If I had to say a story, I think that's my favorite story in the way of, you know, seeing these success stories with these kids, having them come, you know, week one and then having them come back week 10 and seeing their improvement and, you know, them still enjoying it. I think it's great, but I mean, their energy is just, it's off the charts sometimes and it's a lot to handle, but you know, that's what makes our camps, what they are, so.
1: Yeah, no. On my end, um, honestly, the the only story that comes to mind would really be just around the players. So we do have Mavs players that come out and visit. Um, certainly, our Mavs Academy basketball camps, but it's it's very rare to have them at a dance camp. But there are certain occasions where we would both be at the same location. So. The story that comes to mind is we were down in DeSoto and they had the hoop camp and Maxie Cleaver came out and he interacted with the kids over there. But to our surprise, he came over to the dance camp side and he and, you know, the girls performed for him um, and he he did his own. dancing style. He took pom poms and he just had a blast out there. He got he did a handstand. I didn't even know he could do a handstand or people who were as tall as him would be capable of doing a handstand because it's a very difficult move, but he, he was just like, yeah, showing off some moves and it was entertaining the kids and the kids just loved it. So when you even see players step out of um, their comfort zone and you see them even just not be a basketball player and, and see them in a different light. Um, Yeah, I mean, the kids absolutely loved it. So, yeah, everyone still talks about that to this day, and we look forward to going back um, to future locations once things do reopen.
0: Yeah, I've been to a couple of the hoop camps, shot a lot of them, and it's always funny when – there's, like, one kid who wants to, like, show up a player. And so, like, I remember, I think it was Jalen Brunson. He went one-on-one with this kid, and it was it was the funniest thing because he, like, totally schooled him. Um, that, and then I think there's a camp when, um, I think it, Maxie came, and they were like, Luca, you're not Luca. Because <laughs> it's, like, the running joke that, like, you know, they look the same. But it's so funny like when kids do it because some of them are just so on top of it and like like they could be little reporters with them like, oh, I heard these are your stats. Like it's the funniest thing. Um, so to wrap, I would love to go out on a positive note. Um, something, is there something that you guys have learned about yourself during quarantine and during this hiatus? We've all been, you know, working from home. And so um, Becca, we can start with you.
1: Yeah, so I think the biggest thing I learned is you always make excuses, you know, when you're working and especially in sports, we work very long hours, you know, I think some people think that we only work games, but we do work a full work day in addition to that game with the expectation of being back at work the next morning. So, you know, when you're working in the office to find excuses, to not work out or to not eat healthy because you're tired or because you're stressed. Um, that was just my excuse from the past. But what I had found was that working from home, I was still not working out and I was still not eating healthy. So I am the only person getting in my own way. Um, and that's something that, I mean, it's kind of like, you're just kind of slapped in the face with the truth of you take your own initiative in your own life. And, you know, work will will be there, but whether you're at home or whether you're at work, you still have to make time for yourself. And um, I would say that having to work from home, but also coronavirus has certainly taught me that, that I I still have to take the initiative myself, no matter where I am, to either get up early and work out or when you're tired to try to find a way to get through it and take care of yourself. So that's my
2: biggest thing. I would say... For me, one thing that I've learned and you know, I guess appreciate more now was the continuity and the communityness of going to the office and interacting with the people that we did on a daily basis. Um, that's been that's been a challenge, and you know, something that I think I took for granted in a way. Um, you know, doing everything virtual and doing all that, but yeah, I think that's that kind of slides into the one thing that I've learned in the way of you know, like. I just thoroughly enjoy being around and communicating with people Um, even though I'm I'm an introvert and like on the weekend you'll catch me staying inside and not going anywhere and you know I'll take my rest but you know just really kind of missing the camaraderie of you know spending time with people that you enjoy Um, and you know Becca and I have worked together a lot over the last few months but like it's not the same as like her rolling over to my desk and like us being able to chat and, and catch up and all that stuff but you know, quarantine has really taught me a lot of different things, but one thing that I will say I'm super thankful for is I've gotten to come home to California for, you know, three out of the four months that we've been here. And, you know, this is the most time I've spent with my my parents, especially living in my parents' house right now. But just my family in general, since I left for high school, like over six years ago, I left for college, excuse me, over six years ago. So just getting to spend time with them and, you know, taking for granted the, the aspect of family and, you know, living far away from them, just really have enjoyed, you know, getting to see them every day and um, sharing sharing my day and then vice versa, doing the same thing. So I've just, I've learned a lot, but I've also learned that, you know, it's okay to be, you know, by yourself and, you know, strive for your own goals, but also, you know, share those goals and those dreams with, with the people who love you and are surrounded by you.
0: That's awesome, y'all. Yeah, it's been a lot of time to I think and reflect and then also like spend time with the people that are closest to you um yeah so that's awesome that's really good and I thank y'all so much for coming on and sharing about Mavs Academy with us and getting to know y'all a little bit more and that has been Mavs Daily